Hello and welcome in to the Purple Fufu Podcast. The Minnesota Vikings have defeated the New York Jets 22 to 27. We're here to talk about that. My name is Theorist at PFF Host, and I'm joined by my co-host, Bryce at PFF Rager Season and Slime at PFF Vibes. Fellas, how are we doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing doing well. That game, let me tell you, was an experience. I was there in person. I'm so excited to talk about this game because I was sitting by a bunch of Jets fans and they were all a bunch of assholes and I can't wait to explain what happened. Oh, it's going to be a good episode. So you're feeling vindicated. You feel like I, you won something yeah. over on them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Good to hear. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, but I hate Jets fans. I think I decided that they're my least favorite fan base in football. They've surpassed Eagles fans for me. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, easily. Like after after this weekend, easily. Like, and you guys both know, like I'm a Phillies fan, so I follow like Eagles fans on Twitter. Well, speaking of which, um, I can't. I if you guys tweet at me this week, I'm banned for fucking seven seven uh, days. So. Uh, if you guys are trying to get at me on Twitter, sorry. Um, reach out any way you can. Um, I got a I got a burner account though. <laughs> got I got to yeah. stay got to stay up with the people. Uh, but yeah, after this weekend, this the Jets fan are like top top of the fucking list. Top of the fucking list for the hate hate group. They were soft. They were like surprisingly soft. I thought for being like New Yorkers and everything, they wouldn't let everything get under their skin. But right, I don't think I fully understood like what it meant. Like when they talk about players wanting to or not wanting to or being able to handle or not being able to handle playing in the New York market. Like I don't know if I totally understood what that meant until we played the New York Jets and we beat them on on you know a close game like that. Because I like usually I'm able to tune out other teams' fan bases. I feel like after games. Yeah, and we've had to deal with this kind of bullshit all year, right? Like people mm-hmm. are whining about the refs and all that, but none, none of the the other teams' fan bases stood out to me like Jets fans did. I mean, it was just like a constant influx of just the most insane, inane dumbassery that I've ever seen on the timeline. It was so frustrating, but you know, shout out to them for finding the cope. I suppose they were relentless with their hate. Too like there's like the a Patriots, lot of them too. Yeah, like Patriots fans, at least they dropped the matter. You know, like the Hunter Henry catch went on for like a day and a half, and then they shut up, and we never heard about them again. We're still yep. hearing about shit from these Jets fans. I don't even know what they're right. talking about anymore. You're a Jets fan, like get used to it. Is this not <laughs> been your existence for the last billion years? Just because you guys are good now does not mean you're still the bottom of the barrel in the AFC East because yeah. you absolutely are. Your defense is good, but your offense is ass, especially if you go back to Zach Wilson. Like, I hope they do. That would be uh, fucking hilarious. I don't, actually, I don't because I like Mike White and I want I, to do well. Yeah. Yeah. I like Mike White. I think Mike White has like the ability to be a competent quarterback in that offense. But yeah, the jets still can suck my ass. Cause you're the bottom of the barrel of the AFC East. <laughs> Enough about the Jets and their clown fans. How about the Vikings? <laughs> uh, 20, 27 points on one of the top defenses. Look pretty good doing it, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. We got somebody like joining us. Our fourth co-host. We're all listening at home. <laughs> we are now joined by Boof at Base Federal. Looks like he's still muted, so we'll give him a minute or two to 
get all. I can't believe he's making it in time for for review. Review. Yeah, making it time for review. Game. (laughs) Yeah. No. uh, The game was game was really fun. I went to it in person. Uh, It was a long day. I didn't get to really like experience like pre game or post game. Um, just because we left at like six a.m. and fucking had to drive the fucking light rail or ride the light rail, whatever it's called, to the stadium, and it was like a forty-minute ride. But overall, I thought the game. I had a blast at this game. I was sitting by a bunch of Jets fans, and they were trying to talk so much shit about Kirk Cousins because he was ass like the whole game, which he was. Like he what Kirk had an awful game. Um. But when it when it mattered the most, uh, he laid that bread that dart right into JJ's bread basket, and I flipped off all the Jets fans and I said, "Eat shit, Mike White! You're not going to come back and win against us." And they all looked at me, and I was like, "What? You guys have been talking shit this whole game, so now that I do it, I'm in the wrong." And they were like, "Yeah, we have a kid next to us." I was like, "I don't care. You're a Jets fan. Raise him to be a Jets fan. Have him talk shit." He's a kid. I don't care. Yeah, what the fuck? They took, they took their kid to a hostile Vikings game. Like, yeah, you can take your kid to a Jags game. I saw plenty of kids at the Vikings-Jags game. They were all Vikings fans. How are you right. going to take a child to a home Vikings game? That's like taking a kid to a home Eagles game. What are you thinking? <laughs> right. Yeah, I I, I think that if I were in, in that situation, um. I, I like lose all sense of like decorum and yeah. respect when I'm at football games. And so right. I probably would have told that kid to suck my ween. And I would have, <laughs> I would have regretted that immediately. No, but, it's, but it's one of those heat of the moment things where it's like, it, listen, if you're not going to teach your kid how to be vulgar, then he's going to learn, he's going to learn somewhere. Right. Like, a football game. I'm well, in your presence. I wasn't as bad as I could have been because I went with my friend and his girlfriend and like, she's never been to an NFL game before. So I was trying to be like, okay, like, but now sure. looking back, I should have just been like, fuck this. Like I'm going to give her, give it everything I got. Cause this could be my last game unless I make it to a playoff game. We'll see. I want to go to a playoff game if it's affordable. Yeah. Be really me cool. too. Even this nosebleeds would be awesome. Cause like in, at the game, that's what that game truly felt like a playoff game. Like, I'm not going to lie. Just sitting there is like this back and forth defensive battle is a huge like playoff builder. The atmosphere at playoff games is it's just different. The type of person who buys tickets to a Vikings home playoff game, they are in it. And the fan experience is just like nothing I've ever experienced before. They, they've only had like one home playoff game at U.S. Bank Stadium, and it was the Minneapolis Miracle. Like I said, that's that's that was a different game. That was a different environment. I can't even imagine being there for that. My brother was there for that, and I'm, that's like the thing I'm yeah. most jealous of him for. I lost my voice from watching that in my basement when I was I was, I was 12 when that happened. That's crazy. Oh God. <laughs> ah, because... I was uh, I was a junior in college when that happened, and I don't remember the catch. I my friends and I it was a three day weekend for us, and so we were drinking all day Sunday, and I was blacked out by halftime of the Vikings game. And then everybody was like, "Did you just see that catch?" I said, "Yeah." And then the next day, I was like, "Did the Vikings win?" <laughs> <laughs> that night, I uh, 
I had tickets to that game and then I had tickets to uh, a box at a wild game um, for my dad's work. So we, it happened, we celebrated and we were like, yeah, oh shit, relate to the wild game. So we hauled <laughs> ass out of there, we sped all the way over to St. Paul and we got there at like the end of second intermission and people were like, you came from that? What happened? I'm like, I honestly don't remember. I completely blacked out for it. That's, that would have been incredible. That was that game was what really got me into football. Like That was like what started it. Like My little 12-year-old self was like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. My dad's freaking out. My grandpa's freaking out. Are you kidding me? I don't even know. That year was magical, though. A special moment. I, uh, I think I said fuck like i was so excited that i said like fuck yeah or something and my mom was like slime She's like quiet like, actually so that you bring that up the wow. one thing i <laughs> the one thing i do remember from that is my mom was like calling me because it was like when it was the final drive like this is the only thing i remember and she was like all right uh are you watching the game i was like yeah mom i'm watching the game but if we score here you owe me tickets and i hung up the phone I hung up the phone, but and then right after that, Stefan walked it off. But then I was like, but then she was like, "Yeah, sorry, I can't afford your tickets." I was like, it's okay. Wow. I, I, I was I was pissed drunk. I wasn't expecting you to buy me tickets anyway. And you just hung up on her. You didn't give her. A yeah. <laughs> yeah. You out. You would have wanted to be in Philly for that. You think no. that's how Rick Spielman made like trade calls? He'd just be like, "Take it or leave it, bitch." Hang up the phone. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, if we win this week, you have to accept this trade. Okay, bye. <laughs> he'd go on and he'd call somebody. He'd give him a shitty offer. Dick slap the mic and hang up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he uh, he told Howie Roseman. Was Howie Roseman the GM of Philly when they drafted Jalen? Yeah. Yes, sir. He, he, he called a fucking Howie Roseman. was like, I swear to God, I'm going to shove my dick down your throat if you take JJ in front of us <laughs> and just <laughs> slam the phone down. <laughs> Howie's the type of guy to like to be like, oh, oh, in that case, <laughs> Justin Jefferson, you are an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> That's still crazy. Do you think that the, uh, Howie Roseman and Eagle fans are seething watching Jalen Rager catch a 38 yard bomb or whatever it was. Oh, it was 40. And 40 uh, actually, no, I think it was 39. But I was like, so I didn't eat anything like the entire day except like snack food. And so right before that, we all got like, we were eating our food that we got at the concession stand. I'm in the middle of biting my fucking chicken tender and I see Kirk air it out. It's like, okay, that's JJ. And my friend Sam's like, Bro, that was Jalen Rager that just Jaylen caught it. And I, I had to stop myself from just throwing my chicken tenders up in the air out of excitement. Everybody around me was like, why is this dude so excited over a Jalen Rager catch? I don't think anybody there was knew who I was. Otherwise, they would have understood. Dude, and uh, watching that play back is funny, too, because if Kirk had time to throw, if he didn't get hit on that. That was a that touchdown. A touchdown, dude. It was. <laughs> Rager, Rager had his man beat because I saw it today where, like, it was an underthrown pass, so the safety had to – he had to make a different route or whatever. But, yeah, if Kirk has a clean pocket and it's been stride, I would have had to do the gritty on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have been awesome. Damn, fuck. Uh. 
it's it's coming. It's coming. I it's coming. No doubt that he's going to score a touchdown. Yeah. So that bastard I mean, Ed Ingram's fault. <laughs> actually, but actually, Ed's been kind of playing really good these last two games. I don't know what happened, yeah, but good. he's been good. Knock on wood. Don't want to fuck that one up. This is what we've been saying, though. We were saying this earlier, right? Give him some time. And then, right. granted, we did walk back on that. But that's neither here nor there. Right. I mean, the NFL's hard. It's hard to get up to speed coming from college. It's hard to get that game strength. You're facing some rando at like Arkansas, and then next next year you're facing Jonathan Allen. Like, <laughs> come on, you yeah, got to give him right. some grace to to get up to speed. And one hundred percent. And and the athletic profile is there. I mean, he, he seems like he at least has like some kind of field IQ a little bit at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't we don't need Quentin Nelson. We just need a guy that we can trust. This exactly. This is what we've been asking for: is like a guard that isn't like that's competent. Killer. Like our O line is competent this year. Even Blake Brandle in Dude. place of Christian Darisaw has been playing really well, He's and good. I think that that has to do with our O line coach. Our O line coach has been great. And I know we talked about this last week, but I think that's a huge part of the success of this winning streak that we're on is our O-line coach. Chris Cooper is the truth. He is. He is. A lot of people talked pretty highly of him, uh, even leading up to the hiring process, too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, I guess, kind of a, yeah, I don't know, a, a gem, a, a diamond in the rough, a, or, is he a, or is he a well-kept secret? I don't know. I don't know, but I hope we keep him around. That's the only thing I'm worried about, guys, is that we're going to lose out on some of our coordinators. Well, see, the nice thing about offensive line coach of anything is they stay offensive line coaches until the end of time. Like Dante Scarnecchia has been the best offensive line coach in football for several decades, and he's been with the Patriots since, what, World War II? I'm not (laughs) not worried about losing Chris Cooper. I think he. I think that's where he learned uh, the footwork. He's dodging the bullets. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. man. And then what about the Callahan dude? Isn't he still really good? The guy that was in Denver forever, and I don't, I don't know. He's he was going to oh, be a, the Vikings guy too, and then we Brian Callahan. Yeah, Brian Callahan. I, I don't actually. I don't know if he's good anymore, but he was good. Yeah, he, uh, he's the Browns guy, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he, he's with the Browns. Yeah, that dude has been leading the best offensive line in a, for a long time. They turn they turn like Wyatt Teller, some random like fifth round rando into the best guard in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and I mean like Jedrick Wills, they have him yep. developed him well. You know he's good already. But so. and uh, let's be real, they had uh, I can't even think of his oh JT uh, Treader with busted knees. Yeah, they made that work. JC was no, please uh, fucking no. <laughs> I'm glad no, we've moved. Not on gonna lie, I was on the Treader train for a minute back in the day. Yeah, I wasn't yeah well, that. I'm glad you're not anymore. Yeah, Bradbury's <laughs> making you eat crow, so yeah, Hope he continues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's been good, man. Yeah, that whole that whole line as a unit has been just fucking really awesome. I feel like Ezra Cleveland's doing more than we realize too. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's like with Brandel over there succeeding, I gotta imagine he's getting some pretty decent help from his boy. You, uh, if you watch these highlights on Twitter, um, either a big run from Dalvin or like time opened up for Cousins to hit Jefferson deep, every single time you see Ezra either looking for work or just obliterating some mm-hmm. dude on his assignment. 
Yeah, I was uh, – when Dalvin had, like, that 21-yard uh, rush or whatever, I saw this yesterday, but Ezra, like, literally was, like, looking for something to do, and he saw the linebacker coming for, for Dalvin. He was like, nope, and just, like, runs up and gives him that block. And I'm like, this is – everybody complained about him, like, being a tackle, but in converting him to guard that it would be a bad thing. I'm going to give credit to Rick for that signing. Like that's an under the radar signing for Rick Spielman. Yeah, he's, he, he's good. He was a draft pick too, actually. I think he was like second round. He was second a, round. What, late, late second. He was like 80, 80 yeah. 89, something like that. This is Cleveland, yep. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ezra Cleveland, he played like nothing but left tackle in college. Mm-hmm. And he was coming in at a time where it's like, oh, the Vikings need a left tackle. He's going to be our left tackle of the future. Great pick. And then they started him at guard in training camp. And it's like, oh, well, they're just trying to get him some work in. He'll move to the left tackle. And then they played the preseason at left guard. Oh, they're just trying to get in some work. They'll move him to left tackle. And then every <laughs> single week that passed by, it's like, what's going on? Why isn't he at left tackle? And then I think by the end of the year, people just accepted, accepted it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and it worked out pretty well. I mean, yeah. you know. You, you can't you can't predict that you're gonna have Darisov ball into your lap, but it looks like it would worked out with Brandle too if it had to. Um, right. So yeah, Ezra's, and the thing is too is like I I do think that for the most part you can take a guy with as with Ezra's athletic profile and make that work. Yeah. Pretty much anywhere along the line because it's it's pretty similar in terms of you know at least basic footwork and um, right. you know there there are some different things you do and and there are different ways to you know read your assignment, but for the most part, it's not that dissimilar. I wasn't super shocked to see that he just stuck at left guard. And like, that was a position we still were in dire need of as well. So, you know, it's not like it didn't feel a need. It was like, right. Yeah. Nice to see some stability. And then we had Darisaw fall into our lap. So even better. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like, this is the best O-line that we've probably seen what since 2012, 13. I don't even remember. Um, but like this is the best O line I've seen, and yeah, like it's helping us win games. It's honestly helping us win games. It's it's Kirk is having a clean pocket when he needs it the most, and that's huge this year. Yeah, they're by no means perfect, and I mean, no, Kirk took a lot of hits against the Jets, but they're doing what they need to do for this offense and for Kirk to succeed. And I mean, when was the last time we could say? That, that was the case oh. yeah uh, almost never even in even yeah. in 2017 the o-line wasn't like really that good <laughs> you know was hucking up fucking 50 50 balls that were yeah. for some reason 75 25 balls because Thielen was on crack cocaine and Stephon <laughs> Diggs was fucking eight girls in the locker room between tries. <laughs> um so that's why that worked this is definitely the best o-line that we've seen i think really since fucking hutchinson and it's been a long time yeah, yeah. I consistently see them show, like showing up in top ten efficiency charts mm-hmm. and shit. And actually, that's kind of fallen back a little bit. They're more like top fifteen now. But even that, I mean, that's all you need. How sad is that? But it's yeah. the best been in a long time. Yeah, exactly. Yo, I got a bone to pick. This defense, I thought, I it like even today, it feels like we lost that game because our defense let them march down to the red zone. Mm-hmm. And then they let him do it again within like what the two minute, one minute, like warning. I don't even remember what it was. I was, I was so fuming. I couldn't, couldn't keep track. What, what's the deal? Because 
this defense is going to stop us from going far in the playoffs. It will be the defense's fault. And it's not like there's not good players on this defense. There's plenty of good players at every level. Why? What's going wrong? What do you guys think? Uh, we have a lot of aging veterans on the defense and it's starting to show. I think that's part of the problem. Also, the scheme is, I'm going to be honest, like we can't just blame it on the players. We have to start blaming the scheme. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like you have, you have Daniel Hunter and Zedarius Smith. Zedarius Smith is leading the league in pressures. So why the hell are you not sending him more? Why are you not sending Daniel Hunter as an, I like, I get that they're both outside linebackers, but they're, they're great. Like I'm so jumbled up with words. Like why are you, the hell are you not sending either one of those in pressures? Like you have to get to the quarterback. That's the thing. It was a leading question. I absolutely hate the coaching, um, <laughs> right. That our, our veterans are aging, but like Harrison Smith looks good. He is, mm-hmm. he is a above average starter. Patrick Peterson is 32 and he is having his best season since 2018 when he hit the Pro Bowl. Um, like you said, Eric Kendricks, while a little slower, is Kendrick still stinks. Eric Kendricks. Eric I, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm. I wouldn't say he Kendrick stinks. Is, he's, he's getting moved on his way to washed. I I yeah. wouldn't say he stinks, but I'm not. I'm. I I wouldn't go that far, but I will say he's not the Eric Kendricks we've seen in the past. Okay. Okay. So he stinks. Is it because he's like? It's like snail pace slow. Yes, it's he's a lot slower he's, than he used he's to be. a lot slower. But he yeah. still he still reads like faster than any other linebacker in the league. He can't his get brain, there. His brain's there, but, but his body's not. His brain right. is just like old people. It's old people. So people. I'm gonna bring this up because I think it was uh Luke Broad who posted it. Um Wrinkling. but Brian Asamoa just needs to get more playing time because that man is quick as fuck and can shoot the gaps. Um Honestly, yeah, I I think that Eric Kendricks is just too slow to to be playing in our defense. Brian Osmos is like a good point. Um, he's taking uh, oh god, what's his name? Hicks. Oh, I forget how. No, it's yeah, Jordan Hicks. I was thinking Jordan Brooks. I'm like, it's not the Seahawks guy. <laughs> he's going to take Jordan Hicks's job next year. I mean, we know that Jordan Hicks is slow as shit. He he's gone. He had a one year contract, low risk, whatever. Did his job. Eric Kendricks is probably going to be around next year. And like Osimo will take his job. That's great. They're not going to, are they really going to invest a first round pick into like linebacker to replace him? I they, think they're, not, they're not going to do that. There's not a linebacker not to do this that. year. Not no. this year. I think again, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't totally brush it under the table. The problem, um, I think the problem with this team right now is the linebackers. Like, because I, yeah, we're we're getting we're getting smoked in the run game, and that's not because our D line is bad. Harrison Phillips and Dalvin Tomlinson and Daniel Hunter and, and even, have all played and very even well. Patrick Ar- Jones has played very well. Um, James Lynch has played very yep. well. Uh, Jordan Hicks, Brian Osamoa, and Eric Kendricks have played like shit and have not been able to fill a run gap to save their lives. The Don't. corners suck at tackling. That's um, going to get better if a Caleb Evans can stay on the field yeah. because he's kind of good but yeah dancer's got to get better at that too so tackling really is the problem i think right now but the linebackers it starts there because they're just not they can't do the dual stuff well enough brian osamo is like a chicken with his head cut off and then eric kendricks is like my grandmother so i don't know what, what hey, you do. to be fair i don't think brian when brian also he's not getting a lot of playing time 
when he does get playing time, he does make tackles. I, I don't know what you're seeing from Asamoah, but from what I saw at the game on, on Sunday, like when he's in, like when he's on for defense, he like is a ball hawk and tracks that ball like no other. He's he's good. Um, his problem right now is that he's not he doesn't hit the hole right. Um, he's just missing run fits, which makes sense. He's a rookie, right? But he's not ready to take either of those guys' jobs, right? I I do think he can get there. I think he will get there. Like I I like yeah. him. Like, he seems mm-hmm. like he has some dog in him. He's very good on special teams, <laughs> but but. <laughs> You to start in the NFL, especially on a team that is, you know, theoretically a Super Bowl contender. Like you, you got to be able to play smart too, because Donatel's system is um, not super conducive to a guy that you know runs around like crazy if he's not willing to call plays that are, uh, you know, uh, cohesive right. with that skills, that place play style. So, yeah. you know, we'll see. I mean, he looks better every time we see him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like I said, he's going to take Hicks's job next year. It's a matter of what's going to happen with Kendricks, because I, I, I believe that he's slow. But hearing that he is like he is the problem because of his athleticism, that's like that feels like at least news to me. I believe all of you when you say that. Um, well, and you know, it's not the only thing. Like, no, you right. Has got to fucking figure some shit out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's i'm not gonna lie like when playoffs come around like we're gonna be playing the best of the best unless it's like the afc south and we have to go up against the fucking falcons or whatever but this defense like you said theorists this defense is going to be our achilles heel come playoff time unless fucking donatel can figure out how to get his head out of his ass and start calling good defensive plays like this I don't know, man. I, I was excited for the Donatel hire at first, and now I'm over the Donatel experience. Like, handoff, play calling to somebody else. So here's something that I have thought a lot about with Ed Donatel. This is his first time as, like, the guy on defense. Every previous job he has had under Vic Fangio, or he's been, like, a position coach. I think he had like a defensive coordinator job in like 2004 through six under like raw Morris maybe, but like, this is the first time in a long time when he's been, it's been his defense. He doesn't change his approach depending on who his players are. He's calling plays. Like he's still got Kyle Fuller and Eddie Jackson and Adrian Amos back there. He doesn't, he's got Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson, which that's great but he's treating Cam Bynum like he's got Eddie Jackson, like all pro Eddie Jackson back there. And like Bynum has made good plays. Sometimes he's made huge fuck ups other times. And like, it's very visible when you see that. And then like going back to corners, you have Duke Shelley. Like, yeah. Like when you, when you have a Caleb Evans, he's been like good for a fourth round rookie. You've had Duke Shelley most of the time and you are not protecting him. But I will say Duke Shelley shows out in the in the end zone or like in that he his red zone defense is kind of good, especially in the end zone. I shows out on the goal line, but he gets cooked everywhere. (laughs) But but like if you think about it, that's kind of how our fucking defense is, though, this year, like getting cooked midfield. But then come red zone time, we're shutting him down at the goal line like. And that's not, again, that's not going to cut it and come playoffs. It's just not like. 
No, teams, what, good teams are going to score touchdowns. Yeah, they're going to score a lot on us, especially like if, if it all works out and they get to the Super Bowl. Chiefs are going to hang 60 on this defense. Yeah, no, this team. Yeah, I'm not believing Super Bowl anything really yet. Yeah, not me anymore. I am. Nope, nope. I'm I'm still going to be the ho- the homerism in me tells me it's going to happen. <laughs> we need you. We need your positive voice. <laughs> you're not getting it from me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't thrive for accuracy. Hell no. But I, I listen. Uh, who was it? I can't remember who tweeted about it, but somebody said that uh, 2009 or not the 2009 uh, Giants, the Giants that played the Patriots. Was that the 2008? Uh, they did it twice. Was it the first or the second one? I think it was the second one where they had like a low score. Dif- like the differential was like the same as ours right now. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm fucking feeding into this. Like call, call me a Homer. I don't care. Like this is the, like the most fun I've had with the season in a while. So I'm going to write it. going to oh, ride that wave. That. Yeah, you're right. I mean, those giants were nine and seven. <laughs> Anything can happen. True. I will say though, I'm getting, a little bit tired of watching the same game every single week. Yep. Uh, and yep. really watching the same two games every single week for the last Ten four weeks. or five years, it feels like, where yes. it's either really close and we barely squeak it out or we get shit on by a team that's way better than us. Um, and luckily those games have been few and far between this year, which is cool. But the rest of the games have remained that pace of um, absolute chaos that sends me into a deep well of um, of confusion and 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 surreality. Anyone feeling gonna, like that? We, anybody feeling that way? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm no, tired of I, it. I, I I agree with everything, but I'm going to open a can of worms here. All right. So now now just hear me out because I know I'm going to get some questions for this. Was Zimmer an actual good offensive coordinator? Like, was he a good offensive call player? Because whatever, I don't know, like Kirk, like Kirk has been playing like, like not what we've seen the last couple of years. So like, was, was there something Zimmer was doing to get Kirk, like to throw these bombs or is it just a play calling that O'Connell's doing? Like, I, I'm just curious as to what you guys think. Zimmer like, was not the move on offense. Um, well, I think I, Kirk. I think Kirk himself said that he just didn't talk to like the offense. He just like ignored them. Yeah, no, he couldn't be bothered. If it wasn't within his zone that he preferred, he would not do anything. Yeah, that's not conducive to success. And I mean that there's a reason why they're ten and two this year, and they were extremely mid under Zimmer's right. cousins. Well, yeah, no, I just I just find it interesting that we're seeing a different like we're not seeing the numbers that we've seen out of Kirk like the last well, couple of years. You know, he's 34. So mm-hmm. I I don't necessarily anticipate or expect right. him to be able to put up those kinds of numbers like into his age 40 season. So I don't know. I think I think I didn't, maybe maybe he's just getting older. <laughs> and right. I, um, also too I do think that the scheme makes it harder to put up those kinds of numbers cuz he it feels like he's I don't I don't know if the numbers support this but it feels like he's pushing the ball downfield more um or at least the, the checkdowns are fewer. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't know. But at the same time, the accuracy thing is weird because it has been off this year. 
Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, is it just because Kirk is trying to like, and I, it can't even be like, he's trying to be more aggressive because he like missed a wide open TJ Hawkinson on Sunday, like wide open. That was going to probably be close to a touchdown, but he completely overshot him and we've never, and he like, he had a clean pocket for that. So it's like, what is going on with his accuracy issues this year? The astigmatism is getting worse. <laughs> I, I will take that to the grave. Does, but, he have uh, a, does he have astigmatism? I think he does. Really? Like, that would explain why he sucks shit at night, like oh, under stadium yeah. lights. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. And that, wow. Yeah. And the fact that it's getting worse, like during the day, while it's not exactly getting better at night, like that's that's my mm-hmm. theory. I don't know. Get him some Whoa. contact lenses. He'll drop 500 yards. He needs that Jameis LASIK boy. There you go. I don't know. I think with Cousins, it's it comes down to, like you said, Slime, he's getting older. Um, he is very much more comfortable in the pocket, and he's more comfortable in the scheme. He's more comfortable with the coach, and that allows him to just do what he wants to do more. Right. And he has never been the kind of guy to just push the field and take something that's not there. He he has always been a bit of a safer quarterback and the scheme allowed or along with better situational playing lets him get away with that. Whereas he couldn't do that in years past. Yeah. I think that like the scheme part is really important too, because it is year one of a new scheme and it's, it feels like it's a lot more shotgun this year. And mm-hmm. typically Kirk has been a guy that has succeeded via play action and, and, um, you know, drop back, traditional drop back. Um, so I think that he's still kind of get, probably getting comfortable with that. Like it's almost like a the flippo thing, but his numbers were good under the, the flippo. So, which is goofy as hell. But, um, yeah. So I, I think that it's, it's, you know, this um, readjustment back to that sort of shotgun heavy scheme, right. which is right. way different. Actually the exact opposite of what we did with Zimmer. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I just like that. It's just like weird. Like, yeah, I guess I never thought of the scheme being a part of it too, but I don't know. It was, it was just weird seeing Kirk have all these accuracy issues this year. Like we're not, I'm not used to seeing Kirk miss wide open receivers. Like he, he won't has. the playoff though. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. I feel honestly, I think we're going to see the Kirk that in the playoffs that we're accustomed to or have that we saw in years past. That oh, wins the games. That wins the games. Not not blows up under <laughs> under pressure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we want we want that Superdome Kirk back. That was Dude, cool. yeah. I oh, was yeah. I was so hard when he threw when he made that pass to to Thielen when he dropped it in there. I was like, oh boy, we're winning this game. Dude, that fucking that fade that he threw to Rudolph was really good too. Because did you see that the, the he like fumbled the snap? A little bit. Mm-hmm. We had to like readjust real quick, and like, yeah, that was nice. That was nasty. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think I know we're gonna get into this later, but I think we're going to uh, see a, a high scoring game this week. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about Lions in a minute, but um, yeah, it should be a fun one. I'm excited for this Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I also want to make sure that it's noted in retrospect here on the pod that my score prediction was, do you guys know how many points off my score prediction was for the Jets game? This like week? four. Wasn't it was, it? it was one. Wasn't it? Was it? One. Yeah. Oh, what was your final score? 
27-23. Oh, my God. So you're I still- almost said 22. You know what? He's going to believe me. I almost said that. Because I my I even it's recorded on the pod from last week. I said that it's going to be a weird game and the Jets are going to kick a bunch of field goals. But I wanted to pick a football score. So I did 27-23. So it's one point off this week. I, I will say Garrett Wilson is him. Like, for the Jets, Garrett Wilson is a dog. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's fucking good, shit, dude. Yeah. That's he's what I'm saying. Shit. If they can get a competent quarterback, if they keep Mike White as as their starter, they I could see them maybe doing some damage in the playoffs. But Robert Sala said that Zach Wilson's uh, not off the table as a starter, which I think is an absolutely terrible idea. That's super dumb. There's no shot he's off the or he's still on the table as a starter. The entire team hates him. Uh, 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 yeah <laughs> i don't but. trust you bobby <laughs> any other thoughts on the jets game before we move on to shithead of the week and the uh lions preview Goof was gonna say i hate him i hate him yes yes who do you hate eddie ed eddie. donatel oh Egghead ed. yeah i i agree i agree with Boof. uh fuck ed donatel fire him into the sun uh, no, I I did see a funny tweet earlier where it said that Brandon Staley is going to be our defensive coordinator next year. Dude, which, that was fucking sick. I was, which I absolutely, I that. I'm not I'm not like opposed to that. That'd be sick as hell. <laughs> yeah, I I would love that. The uh, the Donatel thing, I'm over it. Um, I would like to see a defensive coordinator that tailors his approach, tailors his play calling. Taylor's his scheme to the players that he has. And if you injure one of your starting cornerbacks or you're not generating pressure, that's okay. We're going to change it up. But Ed Donatel has not been that. And something that I don't want to let slip under the rug, Mike Pettin, he is still employed by the Minnesota Vikings and the Vikings are doing the same shit that the Packers were doing that the fucking Packers fans hated the entire time doing shit like dropping our edge rushers into coverage. I don't want to see that anymore. Michael, get out of town. Take Ed with you. Bring me Brandon Staley. That's but all I'm keeps, saying. But keep Zedarius with us. He's ours. Of course. Of course. You guys, you guys, contract. You guys He's going leave. nowhere. <laughs> is Dom Capers still in Minnesota? No. I think, so. I think Dom Capers is in Cape Coral, Florida right now. Hey, I will <laughs> say, let's give some credit to our special teams coach because like yeah, our special teams – has been kind of kick ass this year. Yeah. Like I think there's been one bad game from them, but oh, like Ryan Wright, holy hell, what a punter he is! On God is the Good fucking point. man, and we have that. him like for four years, I think, because we signed him to a contract as an undrafted free rookie, mm-hmm. or, and and so I'm just like, it's so nice to have a solid punter for a while. Yeah, now, he, we, he's the he's the clue that was promised. Now, if only we yes. could find a kicker. Hey, he didn't miss anything last week. Bro, Greg, nope. is, Greg is so back. Well, which means he didn't miss anything this week, so it means he's going to miss a crucial extra point next oh, week. God. That's just how it goes. Yeah, and <laughs> so, we are in Detroit, so that's... Yeah, true. It's going to cost us the game, probably. <laughs> and you know what? I'll still... Uh, well, no, I won't. I was going to say I still love him, but if he costs us the game against Detroit, it makes it a little bit Yeah, vibes for Greg Joseph ain't here anymore. So, are we comfortable with our uh, our thoughts on, on the Jets game? Do we feel like we have everything off our chest? 
Are we happy? Yes. Are we happy with how the game went? I am. Overall? We got the dub. Like, it's not about how, like, this is the thing that I'm going to emphasize. Like, it doesn't matter what the final score was. Like, I I like gritty wins. Like, blowout wins are cool, too. Yeah, those are cool. But gritty wins shows what this team is made out of. That's what we've been showing. I've been, I'm okay with how we won this game. It was a little too close for comfort, but we still won. We're still stacking those dubs. Here's what I'll say on my opinion there. You're right. We did get the win and it's important. Like just find a way to win. It's also important that you improve every single week. And when shit's not working, you show that you're making changes. You show that you're getting better in some way and they are not doing that on defense as slime said we're watching the same game every week and that goes especially for the defense and i'm i'm, I'm sick and tired of it i want to see the defense put a team away i agree i'm kind of uh getting sick of having to say like a win's a win you know yeah like every week it's like oh a win's a win it's a w and um yeah, for once, I'd just like it to be a nice, like, just a nice hearty W, you know, like a Seattle Seahawks from last year kind of W. Or the Packers yeah. from this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. even that yeah. week one. Even that one was fucking week one. Yeah. We're, we're on an 11-game win streak or in a 10-game, a nine-game win streak of one-score games. Yeah. Um, just, so, yeah. Just way, I, that being said, yeah. a win's a win, so fuck. I have some thoughts about uh, what's going to happen this week. So just whenever we're ready to talk about this Lions game, I'm going to let it out. I'm going to we'll just do. let it all out there. We are 10-2. Let's let's have some higher expectations than just a win's a win. That's all I'll say. <laughs> That's my final thought on the on the matter. A win's a win. Attaboy, <laughs> Boof. A win's a win. Boof knows ball. You I'm going to be real with you? Okay. I'm going to be real with you? Here, here. Here's my outlook. This is my outlook. This is the most insight that I'm going to provide all night because my brain hurts so bad. I do not care if we have the most fraudulent wins of all time going into the playoffs. It does not matter to me. If we can snake the one seed from the Eagles, I am not going to care if we win a game by one point or if we win a game by 30 points. Amen. It'd be cool, but like we're not going into an away game like at Philadelphia and winning that in the playoffs. Like as cool as that would be, I don't like we need home field so bad. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point about seating. Yeah. I think I think we will get it. If you want my honest opinion, I think we'll get the one seed. I think um the divisional games that the Eagles have left. Because uh, I think they play the Giants still and the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to shit all over the Eagles, if you want my opinion. I think don't sleep on our division games that we have to play still. Oh, those I, are I'm all not. very losable games. Oh, I 100% agree. But on the flip side, they're all like we could ease. Maybe the Packers game, not so much as an easy win. But I, I think the other two are much more accomplishable to be a W. Well, you know, uh, the Bears soldier has bad juju. The Lions we'll talk about later, yeah. but um, they're on a three-game winning streak. So um, Yeah, you know. but who have they – I guess they've played the Bills, but they lost to the Bills, right? Uh, yeah, I think they lost to the Bills. That was a good fucking game, though, I think. It was, but – 
they just beat the Jags. They put up 40 points against the Jags. What do you fucking do? Hey, we, we say all the time, a win's a win. You can only play who's on the schedule. So I just – I yeah. got to play it honest with them too, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, everybody's, like, talking about how the Lions are, like, their offense is so good. But, I mean, they played the Jags and, like, the Jags – I mean, I don't you know. You think we're not going to make their offense look fucking – Oh, I know we're – I, I – I told you wait to hear my thoughts on the on this game. Oh yeah, you're right. We we do gotta wait. Yeah, we do gotta wait. Yeah, we gotta save our pent up energy for that later. Yeah, there's so much. No, time. we're we're about to throw. Slime and I are about to throw hands. <laughs> I'm looking forward do the to screen, it. Screen, brother. <laughs> do the screen, right. I think that we should move on to uh, shithead of the week. It felt like it was quite a week. I have a feeling that there might just be one unanimous shithead, but we'll I. See. Maybe I agree. Have multiple. Um, I am going to invite a very special guest for this evening um, because she is still uh, up and at them. So we're going to have her on here pretty soon. Um, we'll wait to introduce her until she comes on. But sure. yeah, for now, let's tease shithead of the week and pretend like <laughs> we don't all know who it is i mean I, I i figure do you guys have other ones too or were we all kind of thinking uh, I, I mean i have another one okay, i can talk cool. about it that's good uh, we can say we can wait until uh our special our, guest is okay. on but i'm glad i'm glad that you guys have, have some other stuff let's pause yeah let's take an intermission okay so we're back with a very very special guest and uh, a groundbreaking moment for us here at Purple Fufu, our first ever international guest. Yeah. Um, we're here with. And, go for, go and, for it. I was going to say, and unless we, like, I consider this our first female guest on the show. She is, I believe. She is. She is <laughs> because, like, yeah, Cora was involved with, like, our live space, but, like, this is our first female guest on the show. So, very groundbreaking moment for us. Um, everybody, welcome Vikings WTF. WTF. Uh, we have crying with us in the house. Welcome in. Hello, <laughs> hello. Should I start singing Oh Canada? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we do the national anthem before every show. <laughs> yeah. so it would be good. Yeah, we have no, no like pledge allegiance to the flag or whatever in Canada, but. I can make one up right now. Real yeah. quick. <laughs> we can collab on that. The United Provinces of Canada. Yeah. yeah I might oh need to God. workshop that. Y'all do like... a good job, good enough job propagandizing your children over there. You to take I, a couple of I feel like Slime may have a question for you, though. It's a question that always gets asked when we ever we have a guest, and it's a very important question. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, what's Slime, uh, what's, what's your first question to crying? My first question to Crying is, how's your yeah. evening going? Sorry, my what? Question, I didn't hear my it. first question. My first question is, how's your evening going? Oh, my evening's going really nicely, actually. I went to a little Christmas market, and it was Great. fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so when I, how's your evening going? How's everyone's evening going? It's going really well. It's, it's going well. So when you were, I just have, so I always ask guests about like how their night is going before we enter yeah. the pod, and. It gives me like I like to do this little exercise where I like pick something out of their little story, like your little thing. So you were at the Christmas market tonight. Yeah. Um, did you like happen to like? Did you buy anything? Like, do you see anything cool? 
I I saw a lot, but I didn't buy anything this time. You didn't. Okay. So you didn't, no. you didn't have to, you didn't have to like, you don't have to like give anyone like your bank routing number or your, your like your social security oh, number or anything. No, like no. but I if you were to like, what would be your social security number though? That'd be crazy if you. Well, you know, in Canada, we don't have social security numbers. Oh, we have that's social right. insurance numbers. Sure. Oh, so see, I I'm, did, this is why I asked. I did give that out. You did. I did. Yes. So, so if you just Google it, like Vikings WTF social insurance number, you'll find it right it's there. Out there. Awesome. Okay. So this is probably, this is going to be a dumb question. I already know because I feel like I know the answer to this. I know nothing about Canada. What is okay. your social insurance, social insurance number? Is that how you get your free insurance? I don't know. Like your Honestly, healthcare. I don't know. That's it. I mean, probably because I think like, the, the healthcare is like per province. So you have a healthcare number. So no, I don't think it is your social oh. insurance number. Your social insurance number just like proves that you exist in Canada. I'm not going to lie. I would have a hard time impersonating you. I feel like if I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just keep trying and then maybe. <laughs> yeah, it takes it's. Yeah, I, I have to imagine that Cum Thomason took practice, right? That or Cum Thomason's, I forgot. Cum Thomason's real. I, I apologize. Yeah, he made an appearance. He was our first ever guest on here. That's, That's like the funniest yeah. thing ever, by the way. That that stupid bit that we did where I was like doing the dumb voice and I was like laughing and <laughs> myself every five seconds. That was so funny. Uh, that was a throwback. That was a, that was a throwback bit. Yeah. Crying, did you watch the game on on Sunday? I did. I did. I was kind of being rushed out of my house at the end. Um, but yeah, I watched. I mean, I feel like it's been like every game this whole season. Yep. <laughs> um, like, I mean, I'm happy. Obviously, we won, but it was a roller coaster the whole time. And I was annoyed a lot of it, but <laughs> still happy for the most feel- part. Yes. I feel like everybody in this room right now can agree that we need to figure the hell out at the third quarter. Like what is going on with the third quarter? Every game it's like that. Every game. I think annoying is the best way to describe that. I like that. I was annoyed mm-hmm. most of that game. That was fucking mm-hmm. yeah. Just they and are no, such a good I, like you feel bad complaining. Cause I was it's thinking too, I don't I don't listen to other sports teams, podcasts and stuff, but are their fans complaining when they win <laughs> like are they calling the game so. annoying i don't know they might be but no because I, they're I, winning I, by two scores that's true that's very true and they're not letting the other team march down the field as time's about to expire and then letting them do it again you know yeah yeah so they're an enigma but you know they're ours and they're no matter what, they're can't ours. complain yeah. <laughs> and well, that that super bowl one day it's gonna it's happen. Gonna feel so good. One day. One, one day. day. One day. When it happens, after that, I'm not sure that I'm gonna have like the emotional space to invest anything else into the team <laughs> after like we finally get to that point. Like I think I'll be like, all right, I've had enough. I'm getting off well, new yeah, hobby. Yeah, because you know what's gonna happen is it's going to be like just because we know how this team is, it's going to be one of those back and forth games and it comes down to, can we close it out in the two minutes, like the final two minutes? 
and it's going to be like, oh shit, is Kurt going to crumble? Yeah, or... Kurt Cousins two minute drill for the Super Bowl. <laughs> for the Super Bowl? <laughs> Imagine. Oh. I worry that my grandpa's not going to, like, his heart and his pacemaker's not going to do well enough. Like, <laughs> we're going to do a high pressure playoff game. I don't think he's going to make it. I believe in his spirit. I believe in his Valhalla. The spirit, the spirit is the spirit is willing. The mind will follow, but the body will not. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we ever win a Super Bowl in my lifetime, I'm gonna go to the Super Bowl parade and then disappear into the woods forever. All right. So, uh, crying as as a lovely listener, you know we always have this uh, wonderful bit on this show. Uh, we have a uh, shithead of the week. Uh, all four yes. of us have a, have agreed to shithead of the week, um, but we want to know: Do you have a shithead of the week? You know what? When I received the message, like, "Hey, you want to be on Purple Fufu?" The first thing I thought was, "Like, oh my god, who's gonna be my shithead of the week?" So, <laughs> but I have a question because I do I do have a person, but could my shithead be a thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Okay. Well, I've picked inanimate objects before. Yeah. Sticking to the theme of Canada being better than the United States of America, uh, my shithead of the week is going to be American currency. And (laughs) I was recently in Oregon a couple days ago. And the reason that I think that American currency is so shitty is that you have $1 bills and you have pennies. And in Canada, neither of those exist. And they are a nuisance. And they are annoying. Word of the day. I'm surprised people still use cash. I thought we all moved on to credit Well, okay, yes. Uh, That's a little bit on me. But still, I just didn't want to use my cards because the foreign transaction fees are ridiculous. But I guess the opposite of a shithead. So you guys should add that to your podcast. Yeah, that's a good the idea. Opposite of the shithead of a week of the week would be Target. I love that place. I love that place so much. It's not in Canada. It was in Canada for like two years, and then it just it wasn't the same vibe as an American Target, and then they all shut down. So yeah, it caused a massive like collapse within the country, and like yeah. several uh, thousand people lost their jobs. It, was, it actually was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They absolutely love tourists coming in, posting on TikTok. Oh my God, this is like Candyland. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> that's that's crying on our B reel, like in the American. <laughs> <laughs> they have Christmas trees. <laughs> I will say, I will say, crying is like adamant on getting her B reel done, even yes. if it's not right away. Even if it's like four hours later, she'll be like, "I posted it." I didn't think I would actually use it, but she got me to use it and I post mm-hmm. like every day now. So I don't know. It's just really, I don't know what's so cool about it, but. <laughs> you know, that's the perfect way to explain it. Cause you can't explain it. You can't explain why be real is fun. It's just fun. So uh, continuing forth with our shithead of the week. Uh, the four of us have come to a group consensus um, amongst the co-hosts. And crying, I don't know how you've been fairly. It seems like you've been fairly busy lately. So I don't know if you are you privy to um, our good friend who is now private on Twitter, um, Mr. Peter Bukowski. Do you know anything about 
I was following along a little bit with that. Yes, I did have a chance to catch up a little bit. I didn't okay. see all of the drama, but I did see little tidbits. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that one almost we're going to explain it, but it goes without, you know, <laughs> saying why he's the shit of the week. It's a bummer, though, that he's private now um, because golly, was he fun? You know, he actually isn't private. I, I can still see his feet. I think he just blocked every single every- person <laughs> interacted with that. What? I, I was he- just going to say, I like when I checked again, when I was just catching up not too long ago, I he wasn't private. So, oh, yeah, yeah no, he's, he's not private now. He was. I swear to God, he was private earlier. I swear. He probably was for a little bit when uh, when, when that, shit was going uh, down. Every chicken was going, stuff was going down. <laughs> but he's back now. Yes. Welcome back. To Twitter, Peter Bukowski. I can't wait. No, to it's P- it's Peter Bukaki. <laughs> oh, Peter Bukaki is is up and running. Yeah, I don't know who runs that, but that's that's clever. They Dude, had me yeah. fooled for a good five minutes when I first yeah. found it. Yeah. Well, so I'm gonna take credit for that name because I I'm gonna just say I didn't make that account, but I'm gonna take credit for that name because the other day he was complaining. I don't remember what he was complaining about. But I said, shut up, Peter Bukaki, and every and they got like 200 likes on it. So I'm going to take credit for that name. I'm sure he's been called it before, but I just find it funny. It just rolls right off the tongue. I don't even care. That is definitely a rough, <laughs> rough one to have. I hope he never finds this because then he's absolutely having our his attorney's contact yeah, no i'd like to i'd like to say that everything we say here real quick i'm i'm putting a disclaimer in which means i'm thinking this is serious uh it's all all of the content associated with said peter bukowski wonderful wonderful writer and news reporter for the green bay packers franchise it is all satire and or irony that we are not associated with personally we are doing our job as reporters uh for the vikings twitter landscape and we are making sure that everybody is aware of the situation i do not condone what is happening and the defamation and character attacks against mr b however i do not condemn it because i am i'm a man who loves comedy yeah and and i believe that it's our job as reporters to stay objective we're uh famously integrous uh, journalists on this show. And that's a reputation I plan to maintain. And it's objectively funny as hell. So, <laughs> And, and we fact check everything that comes out of our mouth. Everything that comes out of our mouth is 100% fact checked. This is correct. Did your multiple attorneys write that for you? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> our multiple attorneys will be contacting his multiple attorneys if, uh, if anything goes wrong. So... Yeah, they're on. public defenders. So what? what are you... <laughs> <laughs> the purple yeah. legal department. <laughs> <laughs> we already have a pretty kick-ass HR rep that makes sure we stay out of trouble. So maybe it's yeah. time to add a lawyer to the bankroll. Maybe you she'll go to law school. Crying? You know any lawyers are going to help us out? Uh, one of my good friends is in law school right now. All right. That's a start. Yeah, but I do um, think Canadian law is quite different. But I guess internet, it's all the same kind of stuff. So. Yeah. We'll take all the help we can get. Um, okay. I got a feeling that if this goes anywhere, uh, PFF, Pro Football Focus, will be very upset with our name <laughs> choice. Uh, 
No, they won't have to know it's based off them. We just keep it purple foo-foo. They're too dumb to understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the reasons why Peter Bukowski was my shithead of the week was because his constant incessant use of EPA, DVOA, <laughs> and PFF grades. Bro, it's 2022. We don't want to see that shit. Come on, oh. man. Like, get this off my timeline. The Vikings are 10 and 2. I don't give a shit that they have bad EPA. EPA is a made up number. That is expected points added. Bro, that's some intern locked in a closet somewhere watching every play going, yes, I expect to score on this play. Or no, I don't expect to score on this play. I don't want to see that on my timeline. Get it out of here. EPA is for extra poop in your arse. You fucking. There you go. <laughs> Nah, anytime anybody is like brings up those DVA, DVOA or whatever it's called, the EPA stats, I'm like, do you even like watch football or are you just like studying every play to run the numbers? Because personally, that sounds fucking like an awful way to spend your Sundays is to to study, to watch football all day and then go crunch some numbers instead of just looking at the vibes, seeing which teams won or lost. That's a real that's how that's how you know which teams are good by looking at the win and loss columns. None of this bullshit like analytical numbers, even though the Giants are frauds. <laughs> you think that they like the PFF guys, they like had their little spreadsheets out and they're like the they're like the neck they're like the geoguesser guy and they just click on little cells. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, uh, GBOA, nice. EPA for play nice. Oh, missed that one. Uh, Vikings bottom. Nice. <laughs> Fucking dickweeds. Yeah. That's definitely what is happening. <laughs> I like when the stats support my opinions, and then I just refuse to acknowledge anything else. Well, Heck. I mean, the vibe, the vibes of the Vikings are matching my opinion that uh, they're 10 and 2, so they're a good team because they have 10 wins and 2 losses. So, therefore, 100% fact-checked, like I said. You can uh, take it to the bank that if the Vikings are number one in DVOA after or at this time next week, I will be number one DVOA fan. I will explain why it is the best stat, why it is flawless, <laughs> and why there is no better explanation on how good a football team is because the Vikings are number one in it. But they're not number one in it. So DVOA sucks. It's worthless. It doesn't tell you anything. You know what? The Vikings are number well, not number one, but you know what the Vikings are number two in? Wide receiver one receiving yards because we have Justin Jefferson. That's the only stat I care about. So, Amen. Yeah. And and Dalvin's a top five rusher too. Don't forget that he's in the top five. That's insane now. to me, my man. You yeah, know who's you know who's also in there? Justin Fields because he's a running back and not a quarterback. I'll said it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. That man has won me so much money. <laughs> I hope he's okay because I need I need more rent money. They're gonna raise it on me. <laughs> yeah i mean i kind of fuck with it a little bit like it's kind of sick that he can just casually rush for like 150 and it's like a normal day at the office for him right it's like when jj just casually gets 100 yards it's like oh just another day yeah it's like watching navy out there but in the (laughs) nfl and it working you know (laughs) i appreciate it yeah i appreciate it i don't know yeah but uh, all, all that is to say that Peter Bukowski, I think, is by far the shithead of the week. What was he even saying? He was like on some massive copium shit, right? Yeah, he, he was, saying, he was just like it, coping about everything, about how the Vikings like record isn't as good as this, as or 
we're not as good as our record says we are and all this bullshit. I was like, numbers don't lie, bro. We're 10 and two. What are the Packers fucking one in 12? Yeah, it was multifaceted. <laughs> um, he was talking about how um, like he was describing the Packers path to the playoffs. And at the end of it, it was like, so we can expect this to happen. Like this is going to happen. But for that, to, like they would have to win out. Um, the Giants would have to lose out and the Commanders would have to lose out. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. I'm so glad that I don't have to do fucking astrophysics to figure out how we're going to make the playoffs this year. God, we could lose um, out and still get the second me. seed. It's like, dude. He was, that being, way. he was being a nerd and somebody <laughs> called him a sex offender and he like lost it is what I saw. Yeah, and that I, was today. That was I was kind of like grappling. It was with it. Like, I yeah. like I don't know, man. Like I was like, that's not really there were, there I don't was, really yeah, so I don't know if I fuck with that, man. That, yeah, was, that was a little far. I didn't I didn't really understand. No, I didn't I, I can't comprehend the motivation nor the just like what do you gain from like just baselessly saying something like that to him just to what make him angry online? Like what it well, right. football because there's things about, about it that I don't yeah. Yeah. There there are countless opportunities to clown on him without that yeah that's where i'm gonna keep it yeah i don't know yeah he's just my shithead of the week because he like wants to talk all this shit and then the minute rasta and squeaks and forrester starts to troll on him uh he like blocks them all yeah what they were doing was funny (laughs) yeah he was they were just trying to make jokes about you bro and then here you are being soft as charmin and uh yeah you just gotta wear that man uh, yeah peter bukowski Peter Bukowski, Peter Bukaki, you're my shithead of the week. Your hour shithead. Hour, hour shithead. The first, the first unanimous shithead of the week. You can, you can add me in there too. He can the be my first shithead. unanimous <laughs> shithead of five the week. Five for five. Yeah. We should just mail all the stupid pennies and nickels and dimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fucker and yes. <laughs> the trophy. <laughs> Dump it off on him. And by the way, close the mints down too because they're a waste of money. It costs more money to keep the mints yep. uh, running yeah. than they actually produce in terms of currency. So, yeah, I I just want to double down also on crying shit out of the week because American currency, a lot of American shit's pretty dumb, but the currency is right there at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. With that, should we move on to Lions preview? Let yes. us do it. We've yeah. got a lot to talk about here. Um, Boof, you, I want to start with you because you look like you're tired and we should let you get some sleep. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on this Lions game? Um, you know what? I'm rather excited for it. I think it's, you know, I don't know a lot of people. So there's the whole weird thing with the betting lines and also it's projected to be a high scoring game. I feel like it's not going to end up being that high scoring of a game, even though both of the defense are bad. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, we're going to put up 40 points. They're going to put up 30 points. You know, do this, do that. I think it'll be like a, you know, like a 28 to 17 win for the Vikings. And then, um, you know, uh, Kirk, this will be, I think this will, has Kirk broken 300 yards in a game yet this year? Yeah, the Bills yeah. game. He had like Bills almost game 400 game or 400. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he'll put up like 300 and uh, a couple of touchdowns. I think he'll have one just bonehead interception for some reason. Yep. Uh, do you have a final score prediction? I'm going to go 28-20, actually. All right, so another okay. technical score, one-score one, one score game. <laughs> Typical, man. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> he knows who we're playing. He knows who we are. Fuck, you guys are going to not be pleased with me this week because 
I'm going to take Detroit in this game um, because I think that the Lions typically, like, even when they're fucking dog shit, they still find, in the past, found ways to beat us once in Detroit. Um, and actually, sometimes at the bank, I think they have been really good at the bank for a while, too. They're kind of rolling right now. I think they're feeling themselves a little bit. They almost beat us last time. It is, in my opinion, only a matter of time before one of these kinds of games is a game that we drop. Um, and it feels like a five and seven Lions team that's clawing their way into a playoff spot right now is the uh, is the spot that that's going to happen for me. Um, so, yeah, I got I got Lions 30 to 27. Yeah, I uh, you're right. I'm very sad that you, of all people, are predicting a Lions loss or predicting a Lions win, excuse me, because you're always right. <laughs> um, but I, I have to agree with you. Um, the lions, okay. the lions in Fun. the month of November and December included have beaten the Packers. They beat the bears. They beat, they killed the giants. They lost to the bills by a field goal and they just beat the Jaguars 40 to 14. This team is extremely good right now. They are on fire and the Vikings have kind of limped their way in here that and did you guys see the injury report today? I did. Yeah. yeah. There were like, yeah. yeah, five DNPs for illness. And it was like uh, Harrison Smith, um, Daniel Hunter, uh, Daniel Hunter, and Patrick Peterson, right? Yeah. That plus a couple other guys. That's ass, dude. That is ass. We are going to get shelled if they don't play. I, nope. I'm going to, I'm going to say this, though. Did you see the Lions DNP list? No, I didn't. They had like a majority of their starting offense was DNP. Like they're they had or not offense. I mean, excuse me, offensive line was DNP. Um, they had Jeff Akuda was still DNP with a concussion. Like they have some big playmakers out too. So like, is Jamal Williams DNP? <laughs> I'd like to uh, no, but DeAndre Swift was questionable. Oh my I'd like God. to note that um a, a lot of what I've been hearing regarding our injury report and how you know. It was obviously we there were a lot of people appearing on it. I it was kind of a workaround way to get a vet rest day or something, is at least what I heard. Wednesday, right? I heard about that too. Okay. So I guess we see what the injury report says tomorrow. But I will say it was nice to see that uh Darisaw was limited at practice today. That's going to be huge yep. if if we get him back. And Dantzler is projected to maybe play a little bit on Sunday too. I don't know if he's projected to start, but that'll help our secondary too. That'd be huge. That'd That's be a huge point. Uh, Crying, do, do you like Cam Dantzler? Crying, do you like Cam Dantzler? Oh, I thought you said Brian for a second. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> who knows that? Okay, um, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm really hoping that he'll be able to play um, I think our defense really needs it. Um, so uh, I'm, I don't know. I kind of feel the same as you theorists, um, just with the illnesses that I I'm, I'm curious to see what it's going to say tomorrow, if they're playing or not, or if it was just like a workaround thing. Um, but I don't know. I think that the, uh, I think the Lions are going to lose the game. I think that they are locked in. I think that they are fighting for their life. But I think after the game that Kirk had last week, 
I think he's also going to be locked in. And I think that he's going to kind of be trying to prove himself a little bit. And I also think with Hawkinson, I think that he's going to show up. And I think that he's going to want to desperately win against the Lions. I forgot about the revenge game. That was an angle. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wonder if thank he's going to the playbook. Like if he'll just, you know, throw all the defensive staff the playbook that the Lions have been running. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And David thank Blau, you. too. Oh, I forgot uh, we have David Blau. Yeah, fuck. Okay, we do have an advantage, I guess. I forgot about all that. I'm too. so thankful that crying brought all that stuff up. I'm sorry to cut you off. Did you have more to say? <laughs> you look like you no, had more just stuff to say. No, everybody was waving, and I got confused. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bryce, you were uh, very excited there. I was very excited <laughs> because I, too, think that, yeah, the Lions are playing really well. But I, th- I I agree with crying that Kirk uh, does not want to have a repeat of the game last week. And I think we're going to see Big Dick Kirk again. We're going to see him sling the ball. Um, and I, I think that Dan Campbell is going to have another coaching mistake with his timeouts that he, he seems to have every game. He doesn't he's not a good clock manager and he's only its second. It's a second year, right? He's second year in Detroit. Yeah, Thanks. that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. And even last year, he was having clock management troubles, and I think that clock management troubles is going to uh, come back and hurt him in this game. I think, if you want my honest opinion, both of these defenses are like thirty-one and thirty-two in the league. I think we're going to see a shootout. I, well, I, I think, I yeah. think we win by two scores this game. It's, it's still going to be a shootout. I know you guys are all looking at me like, no, it's not. But I, I, I had it in a shootout. I just had us losing. <laughs> I, I think, I think it's gonna be like a, a thirty, a thirty-eight to like twenty-four score game. Like, if you want my honest opinion, One I don't know. Days we're gonna get that two-score win, Bryce. For you, no. I, I mean, I, I agree. I agree with crying. This is uh, gonna be a revenge game for Hawkinson. Or it's gonna be it's gonna be a boomer bust game the way I look at it for Hawkinson. Um, throw a pass. I want Hawkinson to throw a pass. We yeah, throw, throw, yes. if we throw a throw pass a to Rager, please. If if that happens, <laughs> I will hit the gritty instantly on Sunday and post it on my burner for everybody to see. The Philly special. The Philly special uh, to Rager. You know oh what? God, I, I've got an idea, guys. Hear me right the person who has the worst prediction has to get a punishment from everybody else. Oh God! Uh, incorporating that. Oh God! I'm in. I I'm, in. I'm, I'm in. I'm Let's in. Do it. Picked a bad episode to be on. No, it won't. <laughs> it, won't it won't. It won't include you. We'll be. Yeah, nice. will. It won't include the, uh, you. Absolutely will. The guests. So uh, part of part of this is um, all of us at the end of the season are going to have our scores aggregated to see who is the best and who is the worst across the season. You are aggregated in with the other guests. So that includes okay. so far Forrester and Rasta. Okay. So how were their predictions? I can't remember. I don't remember either. Okay. I think they were, they were decent. Yeah. I think they were all right. They were close. Yeah. I think Rasta only missed by a couple. Rasta was really close. I think. Rasta yeah, he was, was really close. Points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I think he went 30, 29 for the bills game that finished 33, 30. Mm. Yeah, his will be good. His differential will be good. How many we have to figure out too to how to aggregate points for, um, or how to how to apply points for wins, because I want 
I want my 10 and 0 record to be protected. That's true. Should we do like three points for each win? (laughs) We can, we can figure this out. We can figure this out. Yeah. We'll figure this out. We'll We'll figure this out. We'll have an end of season uh, award and punishment, and then we'll have a, a weekly thing. Yeah. But crying, that means you you may not escape. <laughs> if yeah, you, you have may the not escape. Okay. <laughs> I think you're in. I think Good you're in know. for this one, crying. But uh, yeah, no, I think I think we finally see that uh, two score game we've been looking for. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ballsy here. Uh, I think Kirk puts up 400 yards this week with 400 yards and three touchdowns. And I think we see a KJ uh, rushing touchdown this week. Can I chime in there? Yeah. That's not happening. Oh, you're right. Which part? My score doesn't make sense. Uh, 400 (laughs) yards from Kirk Cousins? That is not going to happen, Bryce. He's had a 400-yard game before. Before, yeah. Like when he was like fucking not having an astigmatism. Listen, listen, listen. I think it's gonna happen. I I think he's I'm 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 on the train with crying that he's like upset with himself about the game he had last week. That he's just gonna go out and ball. And I think with this Lions defense, their secondary is not good. Their D line is like eh. I guess like they have Aiden Hutchinson, but he hasn't really done much. He's bad. He's fraudulent. He's so fraudulent. And I, I can't even tell you one of their linebackers. Like their only players on defense, I can tell you are. Aiden Hutchinson and Jeff Okuda. And the guy, I don't, I don't trust this defense to stop anything this week because in in Minnesota, what did they have to do? They had to hold JJ and Thielen the whole game because they know they would get burnt. I'm telling you guys, you guys are giving me these crazy looks. (laughs) I think Kirk is going to put up a 400 yard game. Here's the problem for it is that I don't know if it's possible with the way the defense plays because they stay on the field so fucking long that the game runs out of time for Kirk to throw for that many yards. Like it's like yeah. we only have the ball for ten minutes. Like I was. But we're also we're not also not including that Jared Goof is going to throw like four picks. Jared Goof has been unstoppable. He has been he's gonna, unstoppable. He's going to throw for three hundred fifty yards. Yeah, Jared Golf is going to embarrass us. I'm not. I'm not excited for that. I, I just feel offended. I'm getting shit shit on right here. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be like positive here, and everybody's like, "No, Kirk most- Cousins. Kirk Cousins is an old man. He can't throw 400 yards." I appreciate Look- the optimism. I I really do. But 400 yards and a KJ touchdown and a TJ yeah. Hawkinson throw yes. to Rager yeah. and a two score victory in Detroit. When the yeah. when the spread is like lions by a field goal, I don't care. You're don't really care. stretching it here, buddy. <laughs> you are, you're right. I stretch it as far as I can. I don't really care. But one of these one of these uh, last few games, it might be the Colts. I forgot we have the Colts game coming up, so that might be there. that might be the game where Kirk has a big game. I completely forgot about the Colts next week, so oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack here. No, 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 You really, you really sent it. It's hard to. No, no, he's still, he's still going to throw 400 yards. Okay. No, never. Yeah, I think. Sorry, slime. I think we'll have a a big Kirko moment for sure, but I don't know about 400. But I hope you're right. I really. It's as okay if we have a big Kirko game. That's all I'm asking for. But 400 would be. 
the icing on top. But yeah, well, let's. So I I like that though. A combination, you know, of like, how about this? Maybe uh, Bryce, could we? Could I, as a mediator, tempt you with three hundred yards and? Two Jalen Rager touchdowns. Okay, and no yeah. KJ Osborne touchdowns. No KJ Osborne touchdowns, no but give me, give me, give me two okay. Rager touchdowns hey, and three hundred okay. Three fifteen with two Rager touchdowns. Three fifteen, like that's not too much to ask. I don't really 275, think two seventy five final offer. Two seventy five, two seventy five, and two Rager touchdowns. I'll take it. Two fifty, two hundred eighty yards, two hundred eighty yards, two touchdowns, one pick. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Because Kirk, I will say Kirk is going to have one of his bonehead moments this game where he just like doesn't see a defender and just lobs it up. But no, I will. I will accept your final offer slime uh, 275 and two Rager touchdowns. The deal. But but I do have a question. Does that. Does it have to be two passing touchdowns, or can Rager have a return touchdown? Oh, Anytime touchdowns. Anytime yeah. touchdowns? Okay. Yeah. Because I, I honestly, Rager's kind of been looking better on his returns, so I think he's going to bust out. Maybe not a touchdown, but a long return this week. I hope so. I hope so. I always want, I always want the best for Jalen, dude. He's fucking really cool. Yeah. He, he always – all so his, fun. His- he also he also guaranteed us a win this week, so yeah. I'm about to get. Sh- I'm I I deserve all the shit if we lose. Um, but I'm blaming it on Jalen Rager because he's the yeah. one who talked all the shit. You're taking 100 of the heat if they do lose for if that they, comment. By yeah. the way, yeah, if they do lose, it's not against me. But if they win, I'm taking all the credit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair. I, I'm sure. like a media. I'm like a meteorologist. I can tell you what happened. But if it doesn't happen, it's not my fault. But if it does happen, I can tell you I was right. (laughs) And that's funny because the meteorologists in Vancouver were actually going to be my original shithead of the week. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's right. What'd they do this time? It just didn't snow at all. They said it was going to be a huge blizzard. Didn't snow. It was supposed to be a winter wonderland and you ended up with a fall hellscape. Exactly. Unbelievable. I'm sorry to hear. Okay, let's get let's get everyone's final score just all together right now. I know okay. we've, we've given some. Uh, Bryce, all you right. go first. I'm going to go uh, 35-28 or 35-24. 35-24. Vikings win. Vikings win. 35-24. Gotcha. Crying. I'm going to say I'm going to go close to Bryce's, but I'll say 30-24 Vikings. Still one point game, got it, one score got game. It. Yeah. Boof, what you got? 28-20 Vikings. Slime. 30-27 Detroit Lions, Motor City Kitties. <laughs> I'll bring it home with a 31-25 Detroit Lions victory. Hmm. I like that call. I like that's that's a, Is that a score? Got me? Are you going for a score? Got no. me there? No, that's, that's, that's happened plenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that only takes like a missed extra point, a couple of field that's, goals. That's yeah. true. See, I was I'm not good at math, so I don't I can't add up quickly in my head. So sometimes when I throw out these scores, I'm like, is that even a possible football score? <laughs> so yeah. that's why I didn't do fucking 27 22 last week. 
even though it that totally was, was the score. <laughs> Although the fucking Browns and Houston's game was like 5-0 at one point. Yeah, that's goofy as hell too. That's a fucking yeah. baseball baseball score. I want to see a four to two score at some point. Once in my oh, life. Awesome. Once in my life. That's like an baseball NHL ball. score. Mike Zimmer versus Mike Zimmer team. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of Zimmer, never did, ended. did you did you hear where Zimmer is headed? Did you hear that reports he's going came? To see, did you hear reports came you. out that said no, he isn't? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he's chilling at the ranch. Whoa, what? Yeah, I heard it leaked. It leaked that he was gonna take that job, but then more reports came out that said, "Hell no, he isn't." No, I was looking forward to seeing him work with Dion. Not gonna lie. Yeah, Lock to Mini and Matthias also were extremely hype about that. But yeah, alas. <laughs> well, Dion going to Boulder is still pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, the videos coming out of there are hilarious. I love him. I love Prime Time. He's so fun. <laughs> well, <sighs> I feel like we covered a lot today. Any yeah. final thoughts on the Detroit Lions game from anybody? Like I said, I think we're going to see a big Kirko game. Dan Campbell gets fired after this season and is replaced with Sean Payton. Lamar Jackson goes to Detroit. I hate you. I would love that. That would I would that would, that would actually you, put us in hell. No, that's going to put us in hell. It's going to happen, and it's going to put us in hell for the next five. Why, years. why would that? you want to? Why would you want to see that? That's going to be absolute. Our defense is bad now. Imagine trying to guard fucking Justin Fields and uh, Lamar Jackson twice a year. It would be hilarious for one. That the content would be, would be unprecedented, unreal. but also that would be unreal. Iron sharpens iron. Like. <laughs> Pressure makes diamonds. That's all I'll say. And we got that going on. Will Anderson is going to be a Chicago Bear next season. We got to get used to this division about to kick our ass. So that's true. You say you right so now. fraudulent, and I love no, it. No, they're gonna they're gonna trade uh, the pick. No, they're not. It's yeah, they Will, Will Anderson, dude. <laughs> they're gonna trade it to the Lions to get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Lions don't have a higher pick though. It's the Texans. Right, so I'm well. No, I'm. I'm saying. That, yeah, they have second overall. I'm. I'm. I'm saying the Lions are going to trade their pick to the Bears to jump up to get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, whichever one doesn't go to the Texans. Oh no, they're getting Lamar. I I totally believe it. <laughs> but is, but like is the it one pick right now? The Texans do, don't they? Texans have it, and then the Bears have the two. Where where do the Rams sit? Because the Lions have the Rams. Pick. That's like fifth, I think, right now. Yeah, they're gonna have some good picks. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, so they would game. just do a pick swap. They're just gonna draft another Aiden Hutchinson. True. See, the thing is, we can't say that the Lions finesse because the Rams got everything they wanted out of the trade. That's they true. Were all in on that one year. So, but I don't it was know. it was also, such a good trade for the is Lions this to the make. Most win-win trade in the history of the NFL since the yes. <laughs> um, also, can we talk about how the fucking Eagles are are like Super Bowl contenders and still have a top ten pick? Yeah, if you can ever get first yeah. overall or first round picks in future drafts, always take him. Always, always take, take him. Yeah, great move by Howie, as he always does. Fuck you, Howie. Eric Kendricks. Soon, yeah, <laughs> you, you, my friend, will be traded for a third round pick in the 2023 NFL draft. Yeah, Eric Kendricks, you are a Seattle Seahawk. The Lions with Sean Payton and Lamar, and he's gonna have a resurgent year and he's gonna kill us. Oh, Wait. I'm just gonna 
wait, Ted I Kaczynski thought this Lam- in the forest and never be seen that, again. I thought Lamar was. Can't the Ravens just place a franchise tag on him? They can't year? afford that. He's yeah, that the franchise takes too high. So they're they'll, they'll, they'll long term extend him. They they have to. They have no choice. Yeah. Right? Lamar's I don't know. Game, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. What are we going to do uh, with Kirk, though? Trade him to the No, we're going to. Kirk is a Colt next year. For two firsts. And then back to Bible camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirk, you are a youth group leader. No, Kirk, <laughs> what's going to happen is it's not going to be Detroit that signs Lamar. It's going to be the Vikings. He's going to stay in purple. We're going to trade Kirk for, a, for two first round picks, a future first for next year and the Colts for this year. And oh, he was, he, he's going to write, he's going to do the Philip Rivers thing where he's really bad in Indianapolis and then retires. Actually, no, he's a New York Jet. Kirk's a Jet. Kirk sounds like a Jet to me. He's going to go to the Jets before us. That would make sense. Wasn't you remember they were in competition for him? Yes. Yeah. He matched yep. them to get us to pay more. Yep. And their offensive coordinator is a Shanahan disciple. Mm-hmm. And they've got a really good defense. They just need a QB. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a perfect uh, perfect transition. And then he can retire and we can ship him off to Vancouver or some cabin somewhere. <laughs> he can play for the BC Lions. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we should all go to a CFL game. I like because I watched some of their highlights. I saw a play where I was so confused. It looked like they were going for an extra point. And then they just kept throwing the ball and then a, a team scored. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? CFL rules are weird. They are a little <laughs> different, but so is Canada. So we'll have to come. We'll have to caravan out there to visit you sometime. We don't have to make you Definitely. visit. Definitely. A hundred percent. Be fun. I'd love to see it. I've, I've Vancouver's been at the top of my list for a long time. Wearing mm-hmm. a little Vancouver hoodie here with the beautiful oh, nice. mountains. Oh yeah, rock on, rock on. I love the. I love how it's just like literally in a mountain valley. Anyways, yeah, I geek about it. I'd love to go. If you boys are down to road, rodeo it. I'll rodeo it. Oh yeah. Well, foo foo north. Well, I guess not. Not really. that about does it for us at uh, purple fufu this has been a marathon of an episode and we thank you very very much for sticking through uh the whole way with us uh crying thank you so so much for joining us it has been a pleasure to have you yeah thanks for having me on guys it was a really fun time absolutely yeah Yeah, to have you in the future all right with that that does it for episode 11 of Purple Fufu. So we'll Thank see you, you next so week. To Thank all of so our listeners for tuning in. I'm going to keep talking over oh. here. Hey, wait, let's go. wait, wait, wait. Okay. We talked about this and I almost forgot about it. I'm looking for a new jersey here. We're going to leave it up to uh, the listeners here and we'll figure out how we're going to do this. But my, on two, but my two choices here are between Jalen Rager and TJ Hawkinson. I know I should keep it for the brand for Jalen Rager, but I'm leaving it up to the listeners. Or if there's a different one, we're going to give it to three options. Christian Derrissaw, uh, TJ Hawkinson, or Jalen Rager. Uh, you guys, that's going to be, those are my three options for my next jersey, and I'm leaving it up for you guys. So yeah, we'll put out a Twitter poll for that one. That'll be very important. Very important. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, everyone. Let's go, Vikings. Skull. Skull. Skull.